we have a law. You're not allowed to drink in your house until you're five years old. But for the first five years, <laughs> that is a law. Hello, my name is Boss. I'm Don. And my name is Nick. And we are Let's Talk. Welcome back to Lads Talk Podcast, guys. Uh, this time we are in the Lads Talk Bar in the background. Ooh, Welcome. Who touched my bum? Welcome to the pub. We're, uh, we're, we're here because today's topic is the one we've all been waiting for the alcohol. Whoa! Alcohol to the podcast. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not drunk yet. We haven't had any beers, I promise. In fact, we're all teetotalers, so this will be a very boring podcast. <laughs> but I'm joined as usual by the wonderful Nick, the wonderful boss. Bonjour. Hello, guys. Hi, boys. Which means hello in French. Yeah, it does, apparently. Uh, we're going to, usually we have a little chat before the, the drinks, but as this is the drinking podcast, I thought we'd, uh, we'd crack open a bottle of wine straight away. The beers are all still too warm to drink. So we're starting <laughs> with the red wine. It is a wonderful vintage from. Italy. Ooh. It's called Egot, which means glass of wine in Italian. <laughs> I really like your, that you know your language. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll do a little taste of it as well, live if you want. And I, I'll be able to pinpoint exactly what little village it was made in. Wow, it's oh, very yeah. curious. Very you can taste the difference. Can, there. You can taste yeah. the difference, man, definitely. Yeah, mostly I mean, you can also taste what kind of man made the wine. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, I won't be rude. I'll do a little clink first. Yeah. Cheers. Enjoy. But. Yep, very fruity. You can taste the fruit coming through that. You yeah, can taste wine. great wine. A bit of rat urine. Yeah, it's definitely uh, <laughs> one of the northern northern towns. Maybe some old man <laughs> called uh, Giuseppe or something. Yeah, or a Gianluigi. Oh, it's it more could a Gianluigi. be. There's a Gianluigi yeah. thumbprint on it. That's for sure. A few, uh, few Italian pews. stamping on the wine yeah. graves. Oh, Gorgeous. So lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we buy buy expensive wine? Why do we wines? buy thumbprint footprint wine and then just piss all over it? No, wine's good. Wine Liquor is, really is good. good. Yeah, beer is good. That's why we're here today. We're gonna get to the bottom of what's the best. Bottom <laughs> of the bottle, basically. Bottom yeah. of the bottle and bottom of the next bottle. What we, what we mostly do is going to the bottom of the bottle. But to find the, the answer to the question, what's the best alcohol today? We're going to go through a few different um, things. The best alcohol is loads. <laughs> All right then, boss. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is your best alcohol or alcoholic drink? Your favorite? My favorite? In a pub, it's, it's a good beer. Mm -hmm. What is a good beer? A good beer is a box beer called Minder. I really like that one. It's, of course, a Peroni. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, small side story in uh, Nick's Nick and I we mostly go to the pub together where Dom works. Yeah, that was, this was a while back. This was uh, how long ago? Two, Gosh, three, years, three years, years, three years, four years, three years. Know. We can't have known each other that long. I would have killed myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's a rope. There's a tree. <laughs> but they used to call us the Peroni Boys because they didn't know our names. But we always drank Peroni. Yeah. That's what we would call your usual, then I guess, or pick, yeah. your, pick your poison, straight to it. Yeah, you know me, and that's it's a lot how it works in. Um, I don't know about like brown cafes in the Netherlands, but in the UK, once you've chosen a drink, that's your drink. Are you not allowed to drink anything else <laughs> in your local pub because you'll walk in and it'll already be half ready for you, and you can't be like, oh no, not tonight. I wanted something like, else. What? No, you're now the Peroni boys. <laughs> yeah, you have no but, choice in the um, anymore. 
And at my parents' place, I uh, like to drink the red wine. Yeah. Red wine for the ladies. Red wine for the ladies, red wine for the boys. Mm-hmm. And a good whiskey, of course. That's, uh, what's, what's a good whiskey for you? No, well, the, the, the one I drink regularly is just a Glenfiddich. Oh, man, some Scottish whiskey. Yeah. There she is, 12 years old. Still not quite legal. Is that your age? So <laughs> <laughs> the age you normally go for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to call my attorney in law <laughs> and come uh, back well, to well, you. Well, Bas quickly calls his lawyer. <laughs> We'd like to continue. Yeah, Nick. What's your usual? What's your favorite drink? Uh, Thai girls. <laughs> Tigers. 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 <laughs> Tiger and that, funny enough, is a beer in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go. Tiger. Yeah, a girl. Man, it's just Tiger. Thank you. Um, you have another one. It's called Chang. That's an elephant. Chang. 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 Elephant. Elephants. Elephants. And tigers. So they basically did that. Yes. Yeah. And they made a beer out of it. That's why you're so fat. It's always warm. <laughs> <laughs> you get your electrolytes. That's for sure. No. And it's sterile. But so uh, no, my favorite. Uh, my favorite drink. I think still. Yeah, it always comes back. Is uh, is a whiskey. I like a whiskey. I like the different types of whiskeys. The whiskey that I normally drink in the pub is the cheapest whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know him well. <laughs> and which is it always done? Which way I always The ask one for? in my pub is the, the Bushmills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. We call it the Protestant whiskey. The Protestant whiskey. whiskey. Yes. Yeah. And um, no, I think normally I, I really like also the Jameson one, but I also like the. Um, I have a, also the Glen Flick that Bas has. Is some some I like, but also the the famous grouse. I also drink the famous, famous grouse. grouse. Is a nice one. Also yeah. good. Yeah, it's a good um, blend. But uh, like yeah, it. basically I stick to those to those brands most of the time. Every now and then, if I like a in Dutch you say uitschieter, um, like a little exception. A side pop. Yeah, side. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Side drink, and then uh, sometimes it's uh, it's uh, Jack Daniels or uh, Johnny Walker. So you're very much a whiskey man when it comes to spirits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do now occasionally drink vodka, but I, I stopped doing that uh, in the past because it got me a little bit aggressive. So I just a little bit, a little so bit. I had to switch to whiskey. Still yeah. missed two teeth because of that guy. No, no. Just they always had this saying before growing up. It was like uh, whiskey makes you frisky, brandy makes you randy, and I can't remember what the other ones were. But I thought they all used vodka to rhyme. Makes you Russian. Oh, yeah, vodka <laughs> makes you Russian into a fight. <laughs> well, it, it does have this certain, I, I don't know, it gives you a certain buzz in your head. And I, I used to have that from vodka and then didn't have that from whiskey. Whiskey makes you feel a bit more f- fuller, but mm. in, whereas you have the, the vodka that makes you, gives you a bit of a blur in your head. I think know? whiskey gives more taste. But the other way around as well, they say clearer spirits give you a, a less severe hangover. But I'm not sure we'll get onto that one in a bit, I guess. So yeah, whiskeys yeah. for me, uh, but also in, in, I mean, I'm not always going to drink whiskeys because that's simply irresponsible. So I always uh, stick to beers. And then the Peroni is the one that I really like in that local pub that we go to. It's actually because it's so refreshing and it says, yeah, it's a big glass and it has a lot of beer. And it's, <laughs> it's a like big it's glass. <laughs> <laughs> you can only order pints. <laughs> Nick, is, Nick is stuck on that uh, strength, to, strength to size ratios yeah. and price. <laughs> the, middle, <laughs> the middle triangle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want it? You can. What was it? You can have it tasting good. You can have it cheap, or you can have it strong. And you can choose two of those things, but you can't ever get all three of them. <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's what it comes down to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Dom, uh, what is your uh, favorite drink? Um, my uh, go-to, if it's uh, if you're just going out for a drink for a beer or something, I do like a good Guinness. 
Um, that's that's real nice for me. It's smooth, it's creamy, it's easy to down if you're in a downing drink competition. <laughs> it's easy to down. It's actually a yeah. heavy drink. It's a heavy drink in once it's in your stomach. But getting mm-hmm. it down because there's obviously yeah, it's, it's, not it's very, made with nitrogen, so the gas bubbles bitter. are smaller, and it just you know you don't get too bloated too quickly. You just get a full stomach. Um, but also, rather surprisingly, there's fewer calories in a pint of Guinness than there are in your standard pint of lager. So. I don't know where sounds that like lies to me from. because it really stuffs you up. But this to is something fair, we should maybe look it's up. all these doctor things because doctors also used to recommend Guinness to pregnant women because it has a high iron content. So you know they forgot to mention there's alcohol in there. But yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's there's a bit of alcohol. But the thing with Guinness is that um, wasn't it the history of the of the drink is that people drank it because it was a it was a well, relatively cheap and it fills you up. So you didn't have to have like uh, meals. Yeah, that's what I haven't I've heard. heard that one. But, that's what but I've heard. You're the one with maybe the, it's wrong. Um, you've got Irish connections. You, you're more likely uh, to know a than bit me. of uh, history with Irish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a little that. bit. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my go-to beer. But but lager has its place and ciders and so on. But but nine times out of ten, I'll choose a Guinness. Um, if I'm going on to spirits. I, I do like whiskey. I'll join you on the whiskey gang. But at the moment, I'm going through a bit of a rum phase. I really oh. enjoy rum at the moment. Any particular um, brand you like? Not a particular brand. More of like just the style like Caribbean dark rums at the moment. No, nothing spiced, nothing white. Like a lot of Dutchies will love a Bacardi. I don't really like white rum. But uh, <laughs> your neighbor, <laughs> your neighbor can do one. It's a poor man's gin. <laughs> <laughs> we were a poor country. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm big into rum at the moment. Uh, rum cocktails, rum rum mixes, or just uh, rum, just rum, rum rum. Yeah, it's a pirate's life for me, boys. Boy, boy. But but every every good thing's got a bad thing as well. So you must have a least favorite drop alcoholic shot. drink. Drop shot. Explain. Oh man, if I smell it, I will fucking throw up, man. It was when when we started going out very often, very regularly, like every week. Um, one guy used to order drop shots even at four a.m. or what, five a.m. What is a. drop shot for? Drop shot is licorice, um, licorice uh, taste. And you also have um, Jägermeister, mm-hmm. but Jägermeister tastes better than Dropshot. Smells yeah, less a, severe. It's a very uh, different type of drink. What is the strength of Dropshot? At 35. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, 30. Oh, I thought it was, always thought it was less. No, if you've got the strong one, it's 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 really yeah. strong. But he always, he used to um, order it and take shots with us. But if you had, if you downed 12 beers at a night and someone comes with Dropshot, all 12 beers are coming back up again. Yeah, man. Oh, so. <laughs> I just felt them coming and I was like, oh, please. Wasn't Dropshot, or yeah, wasn't Job, Dropshot Tom's favorite drink? As in Mr. Uh, Mr. Reynolds? Yeah, Mr. Reynolds. He Mr. loved the Sambuca. Yeah, which is Sambuca. similar. Sambuca. There's an aniseed sort of flavor there, a bit of liquid. But Sambuca I can do down. With more of a herb. I remember his mm. last shift a few weeks back. Mm. Where not, not many people do. <laughs> I don't remember that night. <laughs> I remember at the beginning of the night where he was our little princess and um, we took a shot of Sambuca and Tom and I we downed it quite easily and we were like oh we can do another one and he was Nicholas was sitting next to me like, oh no I cannot do another one right no, now that really, really didn't fall well but that's, that's, really didn't fall well. that's so weird that sometimes you can down loads of shots and sometimes it just yeah. you just can't but that's 
drop shot no so drop shot is your least favorite yeah. and the reason being is that i'm oh you just hit memories of puking <laughs> how about oh. for yourself nick what do you what do you not Ooh, like to drink definitely tequila yeah yeah you know what it is with tequila i just it doesn't matter what you've drunk before it always fucks up the rest of the whole Night. inside yeah. of you you have you had a couple of beers or you had some some other drinks and then this comes along answers and, and the thing is not even drinking it but when it comes down then oh, it's God. like an 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 mexican cartel comes in and shoots the place like yeah, i think there was one, one comedian even there explaining the whole phenomenon uh, here. but uh not, <laughs> not coming too bad too much into that you have to look that up on youtube maybe we even share the link later with you guys but no it is uh but it, it just doesn't sh- land well for is me. it shots of tequila or is that tequila everything with tequila? i mean uh, maybe and this is the thing i only used to the cheap ass the cheap ass tequila go. so i am actually not that familiar with uh, the proper <laughs> tequila i drink. get poison said the man drinking poison <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> <laughs> no but this is exactly what i mean with that is that yeah. i mean i how, how who am i to judge i've never had it maybe even a proper tequila. but that's i guess if you have a cheap one because you're not going to start off your tequila experience with an expensive one in case you don't like it so if the cheap one's bad, you're never going to experience a more a nicer I guess one not, because, because you, you won't don't want to take the risk. No, because you never want to taste it. Any, yeah. yeah. No, I get that. But I think that's the same with whiskey. The first whiskey I drank was a Bushmills. Hmm. Well, I don't. It started your whiskey journey. Yeah. And I don't know if you it's a, it's if I really like the taste. So you didn't and really uh, you didn't really feel Protestant after that. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Didn't like declaring allegiance to the king and God. You wanted. No, I never would do that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, no, then it's not your drink. No, no, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, for what? me, just to get a third opinion, I I, I was going to choose a shot, but both of you already did, and uh, I've got experience with tequila, like you, Nick. But I've managed to overcome that. I actually quite like that. Now. <laughs> uh, the sambuca, I hate. I can I can have one, only one on a night, and I will not have a good night. Even if it's just you like had a it at the last, didn't you? Do, do I'll shot. have one every now and then if everyone's doing a shot. I don't want to be antisocial, but also I do like you to do uh, flaming sambucas where you set oh, them on fire yeah. and then and all you, the alcohol's gone. The, but you, the alcohol's gone, but there's a way of doing it where you also you slam your hand on top of the flaming. Sambuca. Burn your hand. Burning, no. You do burn your hand a, a little, little bit, a little bit. Hand, yeah, a little bit. But then you then all the the alcohol vapor is in the top of yeah, the glass and you breathe it in. But yeah. when you do it too quickly, you, Which is your mouth fun, is on fire. That always gets me drunk. But I can handle those a bit better now. So I'll be a bit more controversial and I'll go for something less strong. I'll say, I don't really like sparkling wines and champagnes. I think there's a lot of pomp and ceremony around them. And they're just, at the end of the day, very not me. Too dry. Like, I mean, I could get a sweet one, I know. But I don't like sweet <laughs> wines either. No, because you're like, not a girl. Too, dry, too many bubbles is just... It's just not it's overdone. <laughs> it's overdone. <laughs> it's overdone. Yeah, and I think, okay. um, yeah. Uh, again, it's it's nice to have one for the ceremony of it. If you're at a wedding or something, and someone's like, "Oh, here's a glass of champagne." So, yeah, I'll take one for a toast yeah, for or a celebrate. But n- drink number you two is going to be something yeah. different. Yeah, well, I think the idea is also not to stick to it, isn't it? Possibly. I don't know. But I also don't know what the intent is to be. I don't know. There's rock stars that used to take baths in champagne. You know? Maybe <laughs> maybe we've been drinking it wrong. Maybe you're meant to lie. Maybe in you it. only have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to have, have a little bath in it. In it. Yeah, that's a whole bath in it. Then you can judge if it's good or not. Yeah. But yeah, but that that um, that's my opinion of what's meant to be a, a more classy drink. Hmm. So I'll I'll take this topic a little champagne. bit in a classy direction for a bit because I know it's going to get messy towards the end. We're we're already 
more than halfway through the each first of our wine bottles. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll start. We'll stay classy for a bit. Alcohol is great fun. Yeah, but it's also a very good sort of uh, celebratory drink or a, a part uh, a pairing drink with different foods and things. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that bus because I think you probably have the most experience. Um, yeah, well, I'm I'm used to drink wine um, during dinners, family dinners, and we, we when we have um, uh, we say wild mm-hmm. uh, game meat. Yeah. Um, we always drink a good glass of red wine with it. If we have fish, we drink a good glass of white wine with it. If you've got asparagus, asparagus, yeah, asparagus, um, the white ones, the white asparagus, um, we drink uh, asparagus wine with it. Whoa, wait, hang on a minute, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a really. Um, Nick looks so upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, it's not that? made of I don't asparagus. Think, I, I don't it's, like it's, asparagus. Is this I made don't up? Think Nick does no, either. it's not. No. It's it's um. I don't like it. It's um. It's uh. Mostly. It's, it's not German. made of asparagus. No, no, no. It's a German wine. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's um, <laughs> it's it's a more more fruity wine. It's a more it's a bit it's a bit of a sweet. So it's to wine. cover up the horrible taste of asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> if so you don't like alcohol in it, then it's bearable. I yeah, I see now where it comes from. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, if you take, for example, um, if you have a dish uh, in Holland, it's very common to eat cheese as a last course, and uh, then cream. then <laughs> yeah, cheese ice cream, cheese ice cream. yeah, cheese ice cream. Um, but then you take a port. Mm, of course and then you drink a coffee afterwards you take a liqueur quarante treche or something drunk. else and then you're yeah you're always drunk at the end of a dinner is there any other way to have dinner <laughs> <laughs> but then again you say i uh, you're not a fan of uh, champagne but champagne or an italian an or an cava a that's a good op- yeah, yeah there's an op yeah an aperitif and I think um, an you, you, yeah. If but you, why is that tradition or is it? It's a tradition. What's the, what's the, the logic behind it? No, it's, 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 it's and it's a sparkling wine, so it opens your 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 tasting your taste. Yeah, so wakes up your tongue basically. Yeah, wake up that. Yeah, yeah. Adrian, I just punch myself <laughs> in the face a few times. <laughs> no, and um, taste blood. This is good enough. <laughs> yeah, I bat my tongue so much. No, yeah, and I think it's also a part of tradition. To show that you can afford a champagne, well, mm. you can now buy champagne or a good for bubble wine for four euros at the Yumbo. So now, if you just buy a soda stream, you can just put that through your normal wine. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's anyone, a good one. Has anyone ever done that? No, but we works. can try that. Do yeah. you have one? We'll try it one no, day. No, I don't have one, but we can buy one. And if we have a sponsor, we will do that. <laughs> so when we, you hear us, when you want to hear us making that ridiculous drink, please do. And I think, um, yeah, if you have a good dinner and you have um, wines that go well with the food, I think it makes the dinner more complete. Yeah. But there are also very good with beers to go with um, with some special foods. Mm. But I don't know anything about that because I just order a beer and eat my food in a restaurant. Do as you're told, yeah. I like a good Hertog Jan with my bitter balls. And blocks, of, food and blocks of cheese oh, and blocks of cheese, cheese. and mustard and mustard yeah. and droge worst. I don't want mustard with it though. only give the mustard to boss please <laughs> do you have any food pairing stories uh, uh, Nick or, um, or celebratory uses for alcohol perhaps 
if you don't want to. You know that he takes his uh, swarma after loads of Yeah, beers. that's it. Yeah, it's always a good point. How well does a, does a lukewarm can of Heineken from behind the kebab counter <laughs> pair with a capstone? <laughs> Disgusting. But lovely. Everybody loves it. Don't try to deny it. Everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Food comparing, uh, pairing up with wines or drinks. I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not that schooled in the art of pairing up drinks with, with, with nice uh, dishes because... I think the reason for me is that I'm not that much into cooking, and therefore the taste I, I'm not I'm not very familiarized with what goes to what. So that's a bit of a wasted question on me. Um, but yeah, I think well, I, as I said, like I I do sometimes love a nice um, champagne bottle because I found one now that I like. Because also it was for me also a journey to find some that is not too much bubbles in it. And yeah. I remember once we bought this purple, really purple, of a pink bottle. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not that sure what the, the like ma- more of a dildo than a <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was a yeah, thick. <laughs> you had a your ass too. The bottom had, had, had a suction cup on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> we could use an app too. <laughs> but uh, no, that was one that I really really liked because I also felt every time that I opened up or I had a glass of champagne, there was too many bubbles in there. Mm. It fucked up the whole taste because then the only thing you taste is bubbles. And that's not even a taste, it's horrible. It's just, mm. no. It's and just the thing is, a lot of it. sparkling wines come with screw tops these days. And it's yeah, like 90% of the fun of a sparkling wine is popping the cork. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah, take the fun away? Yeah. Yeah. Now but, I've got to drink it. But the same here. <laughs> Normally you've got the cork on the on the bottom. You had that nice little... You, cork screws. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah. That's, that's the start of a vacation. Yeah. Of a, of a little journey. Yeah, or a, a little, little holiday, yeah. And it reminds you of a... Yeah, that, that sound brings you back to France. Well, I don't know, not really. I mean, I didn't really like France. Thank you very much. I like the country, don't like the people. Well, that's another story. And that was, uh, we've had a podcast about that. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> Wines coming from different regions, boss. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I know. No, as I said, like, Dom, I'm sorry, I don't really have. Uh, no, but I think, so that's, it's nice to get two sides of the story there, in that um, I think you've hit the, the nail on the head. There, in that I've been to a few wine tastings in my time, just trying to impress in, in my time, <laughs> or like just popping along for free alcohol with mum and dad. And we went to one once with this. It was like a a younger guy doing it, and he was so down to earth. He was like, a lot of people think wine tasting is pretentious, so I'm here to try and take the pretenticity, if that's a word, out of it. And he was like, it's all made up. <laughs> and we're like, what? He's like, yeah. Here's all, he's like, here's all my certificates. I am legit, but it's all pretty much made up. Some of it's there's a there's a hint of truth in it. But if someone is like smelling a wine and they go spilling it around, gargling gargling with it, and all of well, that crap. Really so, a, a lot of it is um, a lot of it is um, like taste and smells. Yeah. This is getting scientific now. Go through your brains, but they go through the memory part of your brains, and it's diff- oh. and they uh, they. Activate oh, different to... memories. Okay. So for what something tastes like to me could taste completely different to you, and that they'll both be like a red fruit. But I might be like, oh, this summer day strawberries picked in a and it's slightly damp in the air. Blah blah crap. By <laughs> John, like, by John Luigi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shitting and, himself. And you'll just be like, oh, these are like red berries off a real disgusting fucking tart I had once. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah blah. And it's, a lot of it comes down to general sort of experiences around those uh, aromats and, and smells. So basically. He said, knowing so where fruits come from. The guy from was telling me, he was like, okay, 10% of it is legit, like all of this stuff, but 90% of it is just pretentious bullshit that people like Buzz say to sound cool. 
<laughs> I never say that anything about wine. I'm just like, oh, it tastes great. Give me another but one. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I think that and obviously it's a little bit maybe more scientific scientific when you're doing it with foods because maybe you've used that same wine to cook the juice that your your meat's been yeah. cooked in and stuff. Yeah. Then but, it makes sense. But uh, um, but again, I think a, it comes... a red wine is mostly stronger and feels mm. heavier well, than so a red white wine, wine is better with the red with meat the red for meat, the yeah. same reason that, that a white wine is lighter better, and fish is yeah. lighter and, but so there's a tiny bit of science oh. but at the same science. time I mean the color is the same and therefore it tastes better <laughs> yeah, exactly. because that's, that's what it that's comes down to right some kid in primary yeah. school was like uh, white wine white meat red wine red meat <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why when's when's playtime that's why I teach them yeah that's no but come back to a tastery actually I once did a tastery in my school because they have um, for hospitality they have the op- op- the option because they have this wine room mm. you can you can yeah, oh, basically sign yourself up room. and then taste, taste different wines that's fun and I once signed up because you couldn't do a later course so we did an early course from half past 11 in the morning and we well, you just, start drinking normally no so. no no that was, so we went in there and just tasted different wines like oh yeah you can taste and spit it out I was like taste no spit it out what yeah, the heck yeah. are you doing I'm not wasting this stuff so yeah, we, we, we drank it all. And and at some point, I, I to a certain, certain extent, I got the idea of it. You taste something and you pair it up with something. I get it. Mm. But I, I was never really too much interested in, but I, in I, pairing it up. Because I think a, a lot of people think of it as black and white. Whereas you could be like, well, this wine will go with like these 10 different dishes. So don't tell me which one it has to be. It, there, you can, there's a continuous link between all of those things. And I had the same in that... In the, the bar restaurant that I worked in, we don't sell much wine, but we do a lot of beers. And so we decided to start suggesting each beer with each dish and just trying to think of a pairing. It wasn't a case of this is real hard. If anything, it was like, which bullshit story am I going to tell today? <laughs> you want this? Uh, you want, oh, you're having the, the fish, sir? Oh, you should probably have this beer because there's citrus notes in it. And everyone knows citrus fruit goes with fish. Or you go, oh, but you also maybe have so this it's beer. Basically... It's, a, it's a wheat beer and it's light and fish is light. It's just, everything sort oh, of, of works course, yeah. and also this and I mean, we're not a fancy restaurant so a lot of people don't really care so they'll probably just eat it up but I, I don't know what I want tell me and you just like, have this like, yep cool done bartender, <laughs> bartender says it works I'll, I'll have it <laughs> you know and then yeah he no. looks legit so give me that yeah. also, I've got a degree in bullshitting so that's true that helps as well and in shitting and in shitting yeah you should see my bathroom <laughs> I saw well, your you bathroom. A, you got a certain specific degree in it, or no? Just uh, the 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 general one that you need. Just the general one, yeah. Okay. yeah no, there's nothing, nothing too specific. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you have these degrees you can uh, for tasting and for different flavors. Oh and no, no, I, I, this is a completely made up degree. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. wow! It's a piece of paper I wrote. It's in crayon. Dominic Green. <laughs> Good at bullshitting, <laughs> and it's very cool. <laughs> and it's real cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, the wine's flying smoothly. We've got the pretentious part of it out of the way. Let's go on to real drinking. <laughs> Nick, oh, how right, old were you when you had your first drink? Ooh. Six months. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no, I think uh, I was uh, not lying. Eleven, I think. Eleven when I had my first beer, and I still remember that one because my aunt, uh, my aunt was there, and my uncle was there, and uh, they said, "Oh yeah, have a beer," and then. They gave me one. He said, "Nick, have this. Try it." And they gave me a glass of it because I was, I was, you know how it goes when you sit around and you have to see all these people drinking a beer and you're like, mm, I want it. I want to have it one too. You know, you're not allowed. And, then, and, it's, and always, aunt, it's always the cool aunt. Or the and cool then my aunt, aunt said, yeah. why, "Why don't you just give him? Give him." 
like, yeah, yeah, of course, give me one. And I had a sip of it. It was like, this is disgusting. This is disgusting. I cannot see why you guys drink this. So I think this was the moment I started drinking beer. Yeah? But I think- <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah, give me another. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So well, no, but actually, this is how it started uh, for me with beers. I mean, but, yes, but, obviously, I was not completely addicted to beer after that. But, but really drinking them. So yeah, then, so 11 years old, the first beer. Did yeah. you then have another one the next no, day or the next no, week? No, I, think, I think pff, 15, I was... Oh, actually started so if maybe. anything it kept you away from beer for four more years well, maybe I mean, your first maybe beer. yeah because i really didn't like the taste of it mm. i mean if it was really a nice taste to it yes but, but i think it's also because it's very bitter and children don't really well, like the bitter you taste need to, everyone's doing this wrong start your children on cider it's sweet they'll like that then build them up to like fruit beers and then go on to the bitter bits <laughs> just <laughs> gradually get the bitter. this is why there's fewer alcoholics these days we're doing it wrong <laughs> We are not yeah. sponsored by the pub you're working at. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah. yeah. What's uh, what's your tale? I think the first one was when I was 12 years old. It was wine, white wine, because we were in France, and I saw all the children my age drinking wine with their parents. Hmm. Because in France, it's very uh, normal that you start drinking wine with a bit of water in it, so you can get used to the taste. So my dad said, "Well, okay, you get a, a bit of wine and w- some water." But that was the summer holiday, so afterwards I I didn't go on with that because it wasn't allowed in school. But I think <laughs> <laughs> Imagine now you take your packed lunch with you and you've got that little bottle of wine. But like, I'm French, did you not know? Bonjour, je m'appelle Baguette. Don't take my heritage away. Sacre bleu! Baguette avec toi, hey! But um but and you then, liked it enough to not wait four years like Nick did then? Uh, I think I was... They forced it upon you! 15 when I really started drinking more and more. I was... I remember that my parents were always very open hmm. in the drinking. So they always said, if you want to try, you can try. They, <laughs> if I... If you... <laughs> it reminds me of... My parents were very open with drinking. There's boss! Hide it! Hide the drink! Hide the drink! <laughs> but I, I think you know my parents, they are very... Uh, they are very chilled. I think it's a very I think it's a personally a very good way to bring up alcohol around your kids if you hide it from them and be like no don't touch this they're just going to go get drunk in a field where you're not watching and them still and do it anymore. yeah them. and I think I was 15 when we go, went to the supermarket and bought our first breezer like is there a law on how old you have to be to drink at home in the Netherlands uh, no it's just yeah. a random it's, rule you're, you're, you're not allowed to buy alcohol till you're 18 now in our time it was 16 yeah in our time it was 16 actually yeah. Yeah. yeah, and last last six years, it, it, they changed it to um, 18. 18. Hmm. So that's why the new generation can't drink properly because they started too late. Well, but I, not, I really... It's not, just, it's not just shifting it. I mean, in the end, they're going to drink anyway. Of course. And I think um, <laughs> when I was 16, you started drinking, but we weren't allowed to buy... Um, the really strong alcohol mm. drinks. You 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 should you have to be eighteen. I think maybe is maybe that's why they shifted the whole law to eighteen. Because maybe when it was sixteen, people were buying booze at fourteen, so and they're like, all right, so if we make it eighteen, they'll start buying booze at sixteen. Yeah, maybe. So I was fifteen, sixteen when I really started drinking, mm. and it was mostly beers. And the beers you had to learn drinking. So the first five or six beers you really didn't like, and then, yeah. but if you try to, and you start, my mom. My mom said to me, maybe you should start with Weizen. 
Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Because that's oh, less I, that's less bittery. The farts the next day are horrendous on a bite. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's tomorrow's that, problem. Yeah. I remember that one drink we always bought in, in France. It was called Panache. Panache is also uh, a yeah. It's basically a beer with some 7-Up in it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's a like Sneeuwitchie here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or a Sneeuwitchie here. Mm-hmm. You can, you can order a Sneeuwitchie. It's not white. Yeah, and then my grandma said you should try an old brown with a normal beer. That's a mixed. That's, yeah, that's co- that's in in the southern part of the Netherlands in Limburg. They call that a randje sous. That's all brown mixed with normal beer, and it tastes also a bit sweeter. So you can get used to the taste. Yeah, and then after half. So your whole family's professional alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Mm. Especially they my love sister. Love the live and alcohol. Yes. Yeah, but I think it's and, and you. What about you? Because you're from another country, Dom. In the UK, we have a, you have to say have a every reputation. podcast, do you, boss? We have a reputation. <laughs> you're from a different country, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. foreigners. Foreigner. <laughs> yeah, we have a reputation for drinking in the UK. It's fair. I'll acknowledge it, but it's not as bad as it makes out. And that we have a law: you're not allowed to drink in your house until you're five years old. So for the first five years, <laughs> that is a law. Well, you it? said there wasn't a law in the Netherlands. <laughs> so at least for the first now five years. Now I know years, why you asked that question. Free. Yeah, that's it. That's my why God. I was curious. Um, but even then, I don't think my first like alcoholic drink was until I was six. I can't remember exactly how old I was. So f- I, because I got hammered. I smashed. I can still not wrap my hand around it. Five yeah. years old. Is it because and then if, if people really do that, I think it's a criminal offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, who's going to... What, what four-year-old is going to call the people that my dad gave me a beer? <laughs> I'm only drunk. Like they have no clue what to drink. Yeah, I think they just chose... I cannot find my phone. I guess after the age of five is when you start going to school. So it was to oh, stop kids telling tales to their teacher. Maybe but I had a beer at home. Like, you know, you're allowed. You're five. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should drink more I don't know but uh, my first drink I was like I don't know between 9 and 11 so I'll call it 10 um, <laughs> and uh, I remember I was watching Never uh, Live and Let Die the James Bond film yeah. with my mum oh. that's a great movie it was way. a real good yeah. movie I was really into James Bond and my mum was uh, had a glass of wine I was or also really into James Bond <laughs> yeah, I think everyone in the UK is he's a national treasure he's a real person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met him once and uh, we had this drink called Baby Sham which my mum sometimes liked to have it's a lot of a, it's a lighter alcohol it's a perry it's like a pear cider okay. mm. and uh, because of that it's sweet as well hence my earlier statement starts sweet get, get mm. more bitter yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was probably that. only like 3% so it's like a rabbit okay. here and I drank like, a couple of those while I was watching the movie like yeah Oh boy. I feel it. Checking with my mum, watching Roger Moore do its thing. Yeah, you know, was it Roger Moore? Can't remember. Um, and yeah, that was my first one. And because it wasn't disgusting, because it was sweet. You but started also, my parents, every day. But yeah, that was, I used to wake up in the morning, pour it on my cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is sweet, and I like it. No, no. Um, I, but you know, obviously, my parents were still sensible. But it became like a monitored thing. Like you could have one with Christmas oh, dinner okay. or one at the New Year's party because we used to all get together as a family. Yeah, you. F- I, I had that too. In yeah. the beginning, my parents were kind of strict. Like oh, after yeah. two beers, that's enough. And then when. But this, it's not also. Start, it's not every weekend have an alcoholic drink. No, it's like yeah, maybe twice a year no, you'll get. Yeah, something. but when you yeah. you you turn eighteen here in the Netherlands, you your parents, or at least in my case, my parents were really putting their hands off of me like now it's your decision it's your turn to make yeah. some mistakes and learn things so so we bought we have a couple of bottles and uh, go, uh, go no again. no but they, they were like boy do what you want and yeah. uh, make your mistakes and learn from it yeah yeah wow great time 
Oh, <laughs> Loads of mistakes. Reminds me of a good story I will tell that one later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. So mostly well, our parents introduced us to drinking, but your aunt introduced you to drinking. Nick, do you still drink with your parents, or were you encouraged to do so when you were first drinking? Yeah, man. I I still drink with my parents when when I come home um, at my parents' place. They always offer me drink, but your parents do that too, Nick, when I'm there. Um, No, but my dad really likes to drink a glass of wine with me or uh, a cognac or a whiskey and and just uh, enjoy enjoy our company. Enjoy uh, the company uh, he has. And also, um, this weekend I was there. We had some um, things to make in the garden. Fixing the garden and uh, yeah, real handyman you were, I heard, Bas. Yeah, and afterwards we uh, he he offered me a, a drink. Mm. Well, I couldn't drink it because uh, my girlfriend was in the hospital at that time, so I I couldn't drink because yeah. I needed violence, Bas. Yeah, sorry for that, babe. Um. <laughs> no, no, I have to rectify. Ooh, I have to rectify, uh, let's, let's I have to rectify this. I have to rectify this. That one didn't happen. No. Nah, she fell down the stairs. He didn't didn't push up. (laughs) (laughs) No, working accident. Very, very, very... uh, Mm. um, But also then, I've got a follow-up question then before we get on to Nick's side. Um, So you drink with your parents, but do you get drunk with them? Yeah. Oh, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Especially when we go on uh, skiing holidays, um, we all go to the Apres Ski and drink... So it's not really uh, a taboo in a sense for for you and your family. No, because we all go there and it's it's been so many times that we've been there and go to the Apreski. That's it's a kind of a tradition. You drink a bit too much and then afterwards you try to cook with the <laughs> with the family. Mm. And that never tastes good, but yeah, you know, it's but it's something to eat. Yeah. It's not regularly, but it happens. Yeah, I think that's fun though. That's nice. Mm. I like that. How about you, Nick? What's Aww. your drinking relationship with your family? No, we don't drink. <laughs> he said it was such a straight face. <laughs> Liar. No, well, no, no. that's the fun part that we know each other too well to know that yeah, you're I lying. Lie, but my, no, no. But to come back to that, actually, my dad, because this is, I have to elaborate a little bit on this. My dad, I think he, in his 20s, he used to drink a lot of beers. Mm. And uh, ever since I've known him now, definitely the past few years. Um, well, maybe not even the past few years. Before that, he didn't really drink. Mm. And now lately again, I think it is a bit under the influence of, uh, of my, uh, my girlfriend at the moment. Mm. That she, that she, <laughs> Irish uh, influences. Irish influences <laughs> that she, uh, she actually suggests drinks that he might like and he, he tries it. And now, yeah, but my, this is how my dad works. So he finds a drink that he likes and, he'll just stick and with then it he buys it in bulk. Yeah. And then he just drinks it for. for this with, with the wine, with the white wine they always had. They yeah, liked it. They liked one. And, and then like, we drink all their wines. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's a nice wine. Yeah, yeah. Let's get uh, six boxes of that. That's real beautiful. And that's just how they do it. So, example, for example, my and dad. And by the next day, they're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> my dad then bought now. Uh, he's now drinking. Um, Leffe, right? Leffe Blonde, yeah. the beers. And Great the, beer, in, by the way. In the bottles. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, he, he buys them now in bulk. And then. Uh, it's cheaper. Yeah. And also, um, uh, it's a uh, mix of, um, he does it with a coffee and a liqueur 43, I think. Yeah, yeah. The, different, the Spanish uh, coffee. No, not liqueur. He doesn't mix the beer with the coffee in there. No, 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 no. no, 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 no he's no, not no, that no. alcoholic. Or is it not? A, I've never had beer mixed with coffee. Or is Maybe it the, uh, the other one? The, mixing uh, it up. Yeah. I'm mixing it up, I feel like. 
Die, die... Baileys. Ja, Baileys. Maar die heeft verschillende tastes van Baileys. Je hebt ook de apple Baileys. Je hebt de caramel one. Je hebt de chocolate one. Hij probeert gewoon veel verschillende ones. En hij is gewoon hooked op dat. Dus wat hij doet nu, hij drinkt ze elke dag. Elke dag in de morgen. Hij zegt, oh nice, ik heb een beetje flavor to it. Ik heb gewerkt in een pub waar de head manager would come in. Every week we do a stock count. And so every Monday morning, if you were on that shift, you got two Bailey's coffees to start your shift at seven o'clock in the morning. She's like, she's like, we can't count sober. And I was like, wait, no, that sounds like we should be counting sober. She's like, nope. Everyone gets a Bailey's coffee. <laughs> But that, that gives you a bit of clarity of how my family functions, or at least my dad functions in having a drink. My mom is a slightly different. My mom uh, loves martinis. Um, also likes... Um, Yeah, this is a fun one because now Ellie, uh, my girlfriend, made the suggestion to drink. Finally called her by uh, her name. <laughs> I did it before already a couple of times. Um, have a vodka with, uh, uh, how do you say, spa road, so like the bubbly water, water. Yeah. and uh, lime. The skinny bitch. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's the, the term to order it. Yeah. Or the fit girl. Is it back in, back the in fit my day, drink. they just called it a vodka, lime and soda. Basically, that's what it is. This is what yeah. it is. Yeah, but, but now, it's but all now right. we call it a skinny bitch, or you get a skint bitch, which is made with tap water instead of spiral. Oh, that's oh. terrible. Because you haven't got any money. <laughs> so just, you only have to that's mine. Vodka. That's mine. <laughs> skint bitch. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, so she drinks that now in the evenings every now and then. It's nice. And every time I come there, um, then we have sometimes a nice drink. And there's the off they always offer you something to drink. And, then, uh, and, and not even in terms of alcohol all the time, but most of the time in the evening at some point there is going to be a point that is say oh you want to have a beer or whatever not that I'm waiting for that I'm always picking one up the fridge myself already but it's, it's a social occasion as well that's yeah. the same yeah. my, my parents don't drink beers um, but my sister her boyfriend is really into uh, special beers and um, I like to drink a beer so my mom always buys that crate of uh, Hertog Jan that's nice because that's just a good beer To have to, to have around, around and if I want a beer, in, I really enjoy it. In my uh, opinion, Hertog Jan is a starter beer. You won't keep on drinking that beer the whole night. That's, no, that's no, no, no. You know what? I, I, I agree with you with this and most lager beers, but also we've got it completely wrong. Because your <laughs> starter beer should be the ones with flavor that you can taste when Not you're still true, sober. Yeah, fair enough. Then you should move on to Hertog Jan when you can no longer <laughs> taste. Not because it's not going to taste also, bad because it's the, one of the better best, tasting yeah. lagers yeah. but it's just that there's not any depth to no, it. you, you should start with, a, with an IPA or an, yeah. uh, any other good flavored beer and then after which you yeah. go to an Hertog Jan or a Heineken or a any Bavaria other type of beer something that you're not going to miss not having no. tasted and not too expensive I'm <laughs> not, not, not going to remember drinking it no yeah, yeah true and you yeah. Um, yeah obviously I, I drink around my parents it's it's Almost encouraged. <laughs> also, around <laughs> um, your grandma, I heard. Yeah, I get drunk around my family. Um, maybe that's not always as encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> But what can I do? I've got a problem. Uh, <laughs> You're so far away. Um, yeah, no, I, I have a memory of us being on vacation in um, in Portugal and like dancing down the street with my mum after having like, spent the night in a in a restaurant just drinking. And all, all six of us sort of, well, my dad was driving, so he wasn't drinking, but he's still good fun. So he's sort of just filming us and we're all just prancing away down the street like a load of idiots. Like real and English men on a holiday. Oh, uh, we weren't being Larry. You could have maybe mistaken us for very, very pale Spaniards. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know hola, hola. At least we felt we were salsering. Maybe we were just stumbling <laughs> like zombies. Who knows? 
But uh, yeah, and I have the same, like sometimes we'll go out for dinner and I won't necessarily be in the mood for alcohol, I'll be hungover and I'll be like, oh, I'll just get a Coke or something. And my mom will be like, what are you doing? <laughs> We're out for dinner, get a beer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sorry, mum. <laughs> You're not my son so, anymore. Uh, but do you guys also fun. have the problem then for, for driving there? Because somebody has to not... Well, usually that that, 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 that falls on my dad in that he's he, he, he'll have a drink, but he's he doesn't mind not having one. Mostly, um, um, wow. there are cab- so, my dad yeah. will call cabs and yeah. uh, get us home. Cabs are so expensive yeah. in the UK that it's just hard, usually not worth the effort. Or, like, we'll be in areas where there aren't as many cabs. And he, uh, so, in the past, he also did that with... Um, the students uh, who drive you home so you've got the oh, private yeah, drivers yeah, yeah, yeah. who bring us home after like we before had... Uber was a thing but there used to be yeah. like yeah you pay uh, yeah do. and then the, the the student had to wait for four hours for us <laughs> and yeah well he got 100 euros for it so yeah okay for uh, 400 euros I mean at that age still gonna sit in your cold car outside some idiot's house that doesn't show blasting me. some music over your own speakers yeah, that's true no but I'm I think um, and I think that's um Maybe don't go too far with it, but it's, I think it's healthy to have a drinking relationship with your your parents. But also, if if you I yeah, and so. it's, it's where your parents stop becoming your parents; they become your friends. You I know? think in our, at our yeah, age, that's that. important too yeah. that you you have that relationship with your parents, where you can have a drink or, and a chat. And because there's other people whose parents are mega strict, and like, I don't yeah. want you drinking, and then yeah, they'll think, just drink behind their parents. And back. I think you just create a you create a, a distance between you and your parents that's because it. then you cannot tell them. Also, a taboo. you won't tell them those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's. Maybe that's less of the kids' fault and more of the parents' fault for not sort of being more accepting of drinking being a thing for our generation as well. well it's also like, the parents that just not want you to you drink. You can say, I don't want you to drink, but you also have to say, I think, I don't want you to drink, but that might not necessarily stop you. So if you do want to drink, let me know and we'll sort what? of... What right I down, middle ground. What I do see is that my, my, my mom is always a bit shocked when my sister and I, when we start drinking... When we were that that we drink that much and you we are not see, still like, not drink. You always see the TikToks or the vines or whatever of like kids, usually in America, coming back from college and they'll be at dinner with their parents and then they'll just down a beer <laughs> and the parents will be like, "What the fuck? Where did you learn that?" <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> not in the case of my mom because she she knows that we do that. But it's that my sister I and I or oh, or my God. sister's boyfriend and I that we drink. Um, with the two of us, we drink a crate of beer, like mm. twenty four beers together. So that's twelve each, and then she's like, "Well." Why in June? Twelve drunk? Each. Yeah. Twenty-four beers together, twelve each for two friends. No, with my with my is correct with, here. With, with, with with my sister's boyfriend. So the two of us. So you have a crate. There's twenty-four beers, and everybody drinks twelve. Then you then you need how, how many, many crates people do you need? You, no, <laughs> listen to me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm drinking with my. This is this is <laughs> no, no. If, if you let me talk, you understand. I'm drinking with my parents, but my parents don't drink beer. My two sister people. doesn't drink beer. So, so it's just me and my sister's boyfriend. Only and we two drink that crate. Drink yeah. yeah. And we drink that crate. Right. So that's 12 each, mate. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Thank you. All right. We needed yeah, explanation okay. right there. Yeah. I think everybody else was confused. Maybe you should drink yeah. water <laughs> instead of the so, wine. So, just to summarize, Bus will drink 86 beers <laughs> and his parents will drink 12 each or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it sums up. No, but my mom is always shocked that we drink so much. And I'm like. So, what does your mom drink? My mom drinks a bottle of wine. <laughs> That's fair as well. Yeah, I think maximum but is a bottle is of wine. In one bottle, approximately. 775cl. It's 75cl. Uh, if you do, if we have large glasses of wine in the UK, which is 250. So there's three glasses in a yeah, bottle. Yeah, maximum. It's not a lot. 
maximum of three. But yeah. I think like the, you do a small, which is one, two, five, which is half of that. So it's between three and six glasses in a bottle, depending on how. Yeah, but the one bottle is seven hundred fifty, and then yeah. There's, there's two, the beers in the Netherlands. You know, it's like there's like two and a bit beers in a bottle in terms of volume. Yeah. But in terms of alcohol amount, it's, it's the same. Is it? Is yeah, it about same? actually. Yeah, uh, right. A white wine. A glass of wine has two 12. units, and a bit, pint of beer has two units of alcohol. So. Fair enough. Yeah. But let's not get into that. So is a wine shit. is a wine a girly drink and a beer a man drink? No. Do you think that? No, I don't think there's such a thing as girly drinks or men drinks. Personally, no, I because I like my, I like my, I like my, I like my sex on the beach. I like yeah. my sex on the beach. Depends if I'm going home with a guy or a girl that night. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a girly drink, yeah. Do you think there's girly drinks, Nick? Well, it's mostly in the name, is it? If you go to a place and have cocktails and they name it a certain way, then is it? It is suggestive. Yeah, but I know, I know. It is. It is if you go to the stock room and you can order uh, Odin's hammer. A stock, or a stock, sex on the beach. Stock room is a is a, a cocktail bar. Yeah. yeah, but if you can order an Odin's hammer, or a sex on the beach, as a man, and, the, and only checking yeah. the name. As a man comfortable with sexuality, I'm reading the ingredients. Man, that one sounds nicer. Whichever one had the nicer ingredients, I'm going for that. Yeah. No, so, but yeah. that's some. But I'm assuming I mean, also from the way they're they're marketed. I know sex on the beach is vodka and um, uh, peach schnapps, I believe. And I'm assuming an Odin's hammer is probably whiskey based. No, so Odin's uh, hammer is uh, vodka based. Well, because vodka is pretty like gender neutral, yeah. it seems. Yeah, whiskey is very much marketed as a man's drink. Cognac as well. Cognac, rum, darker spirits. Yeah. Hmm. And lighter ones more towards women. Or at least they used to be. These days, less so much, which is cool. Oh, God. But, nah, I ain't miss me, me with that shit. As the kids <laughs> I don't say. think there is. Um, there are men drinks and girly if you're drinks. listening and you think definitely there are men drinks or definitely there are women's drinks let us know because I am genuinely curious don't think in those kind of squares like yeah think um, be circles. open yeah be open be open circles. like a circle try something new <laughs> no no. <laughs> no 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 circles aren't open okay. but um, let's, let's move on to like a little double thing before we close it up because we can talk about alcohol all day I feel like we can make this a bit longer we don't want to we don't want to we can, we we can we make a version 2 next yeah. no but we didn't give them last week a very long episode so yeah so I'll, I've got two more things I want to discuss okay. and we'll see where we go with it yeah we've talked about drinking with family we'll go on to drinking with friends but I'll I don't do that more. I don't drink with friends alright fine boss, <laughs> boss can go home now he's done it's just me I am at home mate <laughs> No, we'll go on to not just drinking with friends, but playing drinking games. Ooh. Do you play drinking games? If yeah, so, and it's always what do you play? It's always a terrible idea. I play bus. Yeah. Bus. Yeah. That's yeah. riding the bus. Riding the bus. Can you explain the game a little bit? Oh, you've got cards. You have to get rid of the cards as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And there's certain. Uh, yeah, you got. Yeah, you, that you've, you've got. Round and you have to admit to those types. And yeah, and if you you you've got. Uh, lost all your cards you win and the the person with the most cards left they are in the bus and that's um where they um they have to predict each card turnover yeah higher yeah or lower. higher or lower if it's higher it's a of six cards approximately i think and then yeah. you have to admit to every card if you have it wrong you start all over again yeah. every time every card every, that you have or every card that you had right you count backwards and then you start all over again. And all those cards that you counted, you have to have a zip or drink or shot for. Also, it depends yeah. on who you're playing with as well. Yeah. I've played with people who will make you do a whole beer 
for every well, card. I've had people yeah. who make every you do a finger. Card. But if you go back, I've had people who will make you do a whole beer for every oh, card up to a point. It's insane. You know, but Terrible. that's it. It depends how heavily drinking your group is. No, well, we mostly do do a sip or, or a yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. We and not the happy shots. shots, but the flugel no, kind. We did yeah, heavy yeah, shots. Yeah. No, come on. Be, don't be a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're freezing and two meters high. Like, you can end up doing, let's say, well, you're six at a time, but let's say you get to the fifth one each time, then you have to go back yeah, to the start. Is, uh, you could do 50 shots I know, in that game. Easily. It can actually happen. Yeah. And then we play also um, the pyramid. Game. Yeah, where you can, um, yeah. you also have cards, and when you have got the card who's in the pyramid, no, yeah, you isn't that put also it part up. of uh, of um, this? Yeah, no, I think so. Not, at least we play. At least, yeah, we game. used yeah, to play them is. combined. We it's played a combined pyramid, game. And then when someone got out of the pyramid, it would be the person with the most cards at the end. And then that yeah, person that's goes also. But you can also play the pyramid, them. and every time you got the card, and the lower you get in the pyramid, yeah. the more shots you can get. Yeah, yeah. But there's also like anything with cards where there's someone who has most cards at the end. You can always just put them on the bus. Yeah, the true. bus is always yeah. like a little extra thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I don't like ride the bus because it makes it a very it's a very one person game. Yeah, and everyone else is just watching at that point. And you know? you've got the Steph Stunt pilot. Yeah, it's like this uh, uh, little pilot a... game. So you have this little turning. Thing. Yeah, and you have to hit it up high so it won't touch your cards if it touch your um, coins because mm-hmm. it's about coins if it touch your coins you you've got four coins if all the coins are left you have to down a beer okay that sounds complicated I don't think I understand it's very easy it's a children's game yeah. oh, right, okay. and they stopped selling it because people start up use it as a <laughs> drinking game drink yeah. no. um, any other games yeah but I don't no, no remember King's, King's Cup. Cup. King's Cup. Everyone yeah. plays King's. Yeah, or what do we call and it? The blowing, we call it Ring of Fire. Do you know the yeah. blowing where there's a, a blowing stack? Yeah, of the blowing yeah, stack blow cards of cards on top of yeah. the glass. Yeah. Or there's another one where you just have to stack cards on top of a glass, and if yours fall, and if it falls off, uh, you have to you drink. Have to drink. Yeah. Yeah. And the flipping flipping game. Flip cup. As well. Of course, yeah. it's beer pong, which beer is a pong, classic. Yeah. Um, one we used to play uh, back when I was in the UK was called Arrogance. It's very simple. And you can have a big group out who are just chatting and talking and this game carries on at the same time because you don't need to watch it. All you need to do, all you need is a big jug or a huge glass or a bucket if you want and a coin. And what you do is that you, you have a coin and you're going to flip it and you're going to call heads or tails. Before you do, you add some of your own drink to the bucket. And it's called Arrogance because like the more you add, the more arrogant you're being. Because if you get it right, you don't do anything. You just pass the bucket on. Oh yeah, if you get it wrong. Too, you yeah. drink everything that's in the bucket. Oh, but, yeah, God. and it's and it's because, also with different uh, different um, oh, spirits. Disgusting. Well, that's, well like, it depends because everyone's drinking their own drink. So yeah. if everyone's only drinking from the same crate of beer, you're only downing beers. But usually everyone's got something different. So you're mixing all of those drinks. Oh, and that we've got the same kind of we've got the same kind of thing with um, double stainer dices. with dices. Yeah. That's exactly the same. And yeah. then there's there's also this one real yeah. fun game I've played a few times. I don't know its name, but you, it has to it involves you have to be drinking from bottles only, and you spin a coin on a table, and you have to take a sip from your bottle and then pick up the coin with just two fingers while it's still spinning. If you don't manage to do that, you have to down your drink. <laughs> yeah, and then so that's and then the game just keeps going around like that, and you your turn is over when you manage to pick up the coin. But the extra bit to the game is that once you have an empty bottle, you can put it down on the table wherever you want on the table, whenever you want. So it can be so you very can wait much for in some guy way. to spin the yeah. You can wait for a guy to spin the coin and just put your bottle on top of the coin, and then he's got to down his drink. 
And then eventually it gets to the game where there's just hundreds of bottles on the table and it's so hard to spin the coin <laughs> because there's just bottles in it. I never we heard should, of this game. We it should sounds play like that. It's a real yeah. fun game. Let's obviously, play a crate of beer and do it now. With the table this size, obviously it's a bit easier, but usually you'll play it with those little IKEA tables that are like 10 euros. So like they're about yeah, those round one tables meter square-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it gets out of hand pretty fast, but it's a real good fun. Sounds like a fun game. And maybe obviously you don't have to down your drink every time. Let's say you do an extra punishment okay. sip instead and that way you don't get crazy drunk. I but remember so. still playing the other game that was like uh, horse racing. Yeah. Oh yeah, well you can place racing. your bets and every horse and every yeah. horse is a, a, an ace, I think. Yeah. And you can just place a bet on the type of card that you want to play, and then every time, every turn, uh, that suit comes up. If the suit comes up, forward. the horse moves forward, and if the horse finishes, that person wins. You mm-hmm. can also place bets on that type of horse. If you, for example, place uh, five sips on that uh, yeah. horse, if you win, if you, you can win, hand you can handle five. five. But you also on the side of it have different uh, cards flipped down with a with a, how do you say that face down, face down on the table, and then every time all the horses pass that stage, that card has been turned, and mm-hmm. then that suit has been doubled. So, for example, if you have five placed on, uh, let's say, uh, clubs, mm. the clubs is doubled. So yeah. if that five are doubled, then you have ten sips to give away. That's pretty fun. So, sometimes it's fun. So you can play it with as many people as you like. That's the fun about this. Game. Sometimes we also played on the television. The TV is on, and you set a number like seven, mm-hmm. and you have to switch seven channels, mm-hmm. and or it is a word that they are not allowed to say, and it has to be there on every f- five seconds on every channel, and they uh, in the Netherlands they can't say the word n or ik. Mm. Which means and or I. Like very common words. Yeah. yeah. Or it's um, if you do it on the um, commercial television, mm. there is not allowed to be a commercial on. And, they, and, and then you say, okay, uh, seven. And you have to do seven channels. And if you lose, you have to down a beer. But that's fun too. But those are quite fun, for, even for like sports viewing parties. If you yeah. say, let's come around and watch a football game. We'll play a drinking game at the same time. Every yellow card is a sip. Every red card is down your shot or whatever. Every, cor- you know, every, every corner, corner is a, every is a sip. Every, go- every time the commentator ref- refers to... One player. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. Player. When um, Ronaldo plays his fr- played his first game uh, against... Uh, uh, Newcastle recently recently um, that would be a fun day to have a drink because yeah. they would r- reference to Ronaldo all the time so you had to drink loads of all beers. the time yeah, yeah. but just I, I guess well drinking games are just designed to, just designed to get you drunk faster yeah and, and that's exactly what they do and um, we because in the Netherlands we go out very late mm. it's fun to do a drinking game first and then go drunk to the city oh, and it's a fun mm. fact so what time do we start drinking in the evening. Netherlands. Be- Pre-corona, it was like nine-ish, ten. Nine-ish, ten. Then you meet up and then have a drink at, at somebody's place. Yeah. And, and then, then what? At one o'clock or two o'clock, you, you go, into, you the go into the city. Because at 12 o'clock, clubs, no, 11 clubs open. But till 12, nobody is there. 12 to 1, 16, 17, 18 years old, try to get in. But they will be kicked out at 2 o'clock. So if you go into the city at 2 o'clock, you will have the most... The I most fun after two. One and two. Yeah, yeah one between and two. yeah between one and two. And what's home time? Ooh. Like five o'clock, six five, o'clock, six, seven. Yeah. If if you have a crazy night, it can be nine. Yeah, that's true. I remember that's one nice. night. I, this is a fun story to tell. I think um, when I was living at a student house, um, we went out of the house, and we decided to go to a club, another club, and we had fun. And it was nine o'clock, and it was like, oh man, we have to go. We have to go home. And my dad works in the city. Mm-hmm. And we were walking home. Hammered as fuck. 
and I just see, I just see my dad passing by with his bicycle, ringing his bell. Hey, boss, how are you? And I'm like, uh, uh fine, I'm going home now. <laughs> and then he texted me later, dude, what the fuck were you doing? And I was like, yeah, we just came from a night out. And he was like, now you're a proper student. <laughs> Encouraged by the parents. Yeah. Yeah, but he said, I was young too. I did that stuff too. Yeah. Well, it's bad. Well, it's funny the contrast between different nations and the. In the UK, we would meet up for pre-drinks, 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock, perhaps stumble into the city, go to a bar first until 11, go to your club at 11, and they'll close around 2 o'clock. So then it's you're coming home around 2. But also, that's why like that's why we, we maybe that's why we've seen having a drinking culture, because we're on the streets earlier, but we're yeah, also off fair. the streets earlier. But yeah. Maybe it's not a lot of difference. Whereas like in, the, in the Netherlands, you'll, you'll go to work probably still drunk sometimes. Whereas in the UK we'll go hungover because we've still had yeah. six hours. I'm not gonna sleep. lie, I did yeah. that. Yeah. I, I did, did that, that too. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I think um, I think we we don't drink less, but we drink later. Later, so we have yes. more time. I think to it get doesn't appear to, to be because, like, yeah, if maybe. you. But if we sit in a pub with English people uh, from England. That's where most English people. Live. No, but you, you know what I mean. Not not the Dutch kind of guys yeah, like you yeah, who yeah, lived there yeah, for yeah, quite yeah. a long time. But you know, you Tourist, know the brand new people yeah, in town or the brand new students. They start drinking as crazy at nine, mm. and we were sitting there drinking our beer, having a chat. And at twelve, they are fucked up, and we are still there having our fifth or sixth pint. That's like, it. You've probably drunk the same amount, but they've just drunk it in half the time. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So at the end of the night, you spend the same kind of money, but in a longer period of time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Those are some fun stories, and I feel that we've got a lot more. So maybe we'll have to do a part two I at some we point. Should. Yeah, let's uh, do that. Let's close yeah. down now, and we promise you in two weeks. No, we don't have to. Do yeah, no, no. In two weeks, the yeah. next oh, episode, easy, the easy. next episode we do. We will Buses, tell our buses drunk so stories. Much to drink. He's very so easy. excited. I think but we should then, if we do that, maybe play a drinking game. I want to finish this up then, boys. <laughs> Anyone who's been like following along and having a drink at the same time, no matter what time of day it is, uh, very quickly, judge. what is your hangover cure for them to try out? Just quick answer, and then we'll then we'll say goodbye. Yogi and a frikandel brooch. Okay. What's a yogi? That's a yogurt yogi drink. Yogi is yeah? a yogurt drink. Uh, yogi. A fristy, we oh, say. Yeah, okay. you know. Uh, before you go to bed in the evening, uh, have a glass of water and a paracetamol. No one's actually sober enough to remember to do that. <laughs> well, that's the only thing you have to do. And make sure. It's, I mean, yeah. if you want to prevent that hangover from happening, this is the perfect thing uh, to do. Mine is go and take a coffee in the garden, even if it's pissing down with rain. You need that fresh air. You need that caffeine, and then sit on the toilet for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and smell your exactly. smell your night out. And that's how you fix the hangover. Or in the morning, have a pass the moment you wake up. Even though you don't have a headache yet, but welcome. It's a promise. <laughs> Free treatment. It's a promise. All right, guys. Maybe you've got some better hangover cures than that or some more fun drinking stories. If so, let us know. Let us know what you want to hear from our drinking stories next time. And uh, until then, we'll crack open another bottle of wine. Oh, yeah, why not? we will. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> why not? Why not? <laughs> Cheers. Bye, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later. <laughs>